Thanks for your time this morning, uh, Prof. Good morning to you and good morning to your listeners, Sakina. Now, Prof, uh, first off, you know, um, first order of business, apology to the mother body. Um, Do you think that Colin Mayine is off to a good start here? In terms of assuring the mother body that uh, the behavior of the leadership would be different, he certainly would be in for a good start. But at the same time, he may have sent a signal to the other members that the issue of loyalty and the discipline within the ANC was more paramount. And that may be a constraining element in terms of an open discourse of signal that the Youth League will raise issues quite robustly unless the current leadership does make that distinction in action in challenging some of the policies at the same time being respectful. But how do they go about doing that, given that there was quite a lot of talk about the autonomy of uh, the uh, Youth League, but then also, you know, uh, President Jacob Zuma coming out and others pronouncing on this autonomy. Now, can the Youth League ever have an independent voice from the mother body, given the way things are at the moment? It's unlikely that you'll have the same independent, uh, robust, and at times even abrasive youth league because the leaders are quite aware of what happened recently. So it will take some time before you have the type of your Peter Mukaba, the Finland Balula, and uh, Julius Malema youth league in the sense of being autonomous and raising the issue of the youth quite directly and at times be ready to confront some of the policies of the ANC mother body where they feel that the youth is not accommodated. In this case, I think for some time the balance will be more on discipline and acting within the framework of the ANC. Um, Colin Mayine coming out in his address there to the uh, delegate saying that, you know, um, at the center of our mandate will be the drive to consolidating internal unity, to build cohesion and to subject ourselves to the strategic leadership of the ANC. But then, you know, almost in the same breath, uh, talking about expelling those who uh, took the uh, organization to court. So how do you reconcile those two? It's a very difficult one. It may probably be a signal that ANC would have to embrace in different instances, but uh, that they have taken this swift decision will surely send a signal that uh, the message that ANC has been drumming to say they would rather exhaust their internal democratic mechanisms rather than go to the courts which has become something very frequent, that in itself in trying to foster discipline again is going to be a strong message if they follow through. But again, I don't think we've seen the last of court appeals given the politics in the country, not only within the ANC, but right across where internal democracy is being severely tested and sometimes corroded to a point where people look at the judiciary to intervene, even on issues of a political nature. And if you were advising Colin Maine at this point, uh, uh, Prof, what 
would you say to him? You know, what should be his first order of business? The first one would be to build the ANC Youth League in terms of the institutional base because for some time now it's not been operational. And also concentrate on universities where you seem to have ANC-aligned structures having some kind of an erosion to the opposition parties, but more importantly, to have programs that focus on the youth issues and raise them no matter what the situation might be in terms of the ANC or government position on that and be seen as being that voice that capture the imagination and the aspirations of the youth. In that way, the Youth League would regain its own brand, even though the issue of discipline would still be paramount. Autonomy and robustness should not be compromised. And with regard to the battle of ideas and, you know, uh, people already talking about the sloganeering, whether this idea belongs to the ANC Youth League, whether it belongs to the EFF and all that sort of shenanigans, uh, how should he focus, you know, his uh, team of leaders in moving forward on this path? Well, I do think that uh, he could indeed signal that the issue of economic freedom came from within the ANC Youth League but then proceed to articulate that in a distinct fashion, speaking to the challenges of today, and also trying to make it distinct from what EFF has as a program. In that way, I do think that it would also be one way of making an appeal on the youth, but also come up with youth programs and also campaign departments, different entities, for representation of youth or youth-focused programs with concrete results. Fighting corruption would also be one of those things which I think are very important on the part of the youth. And do you think having been an MEC in one of the provinces, uh, you know, does give him a certain advantage? And if so, what is that advantage? Well, I think the advantage would merely be having been exposed to administrative and political senior roles. But beyond that, he still has to build his own national profile because he's not as a well-known person across, and therefore he would have to work very hard and also try to dislodge the notion that he would be belonging to this or that camp within the ANC itself and try to have a distinct path that may actually be his own legacy.